on today's episode of Rain It In with Ash and Josh. B team is here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. I oh, that blow up more. Most people would straight away judge you. Why are you yelling out when I'm talking to you? <laughs> That's <just> so rude. <laughs> <laughs> like if I refer someone onto you as a dealer, but you don't make it through, there's a lot of this backhanded. Like there's always a permission somewhere. And this is what really jars me from what I hear from so many different people. Is like, yeah, well, I'll put you in touch with this person, whatever, and I'll just take say five percent, yeah. or I'll do this, and I'm like. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Uh, what was last week was like um, bombastic, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you began with B. We're live. We're live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Rain It In podcast. We're all in frame there. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Um, we have an announcement, don't we? Yes, we do. We, I say me, we, me and you, and the podcast, we are officially an award winner. We are award winners. So he thought he'd grow up as like an actor, grow up dreaming of winning an Oscar. And you won a Oscar instead. I will take it. Everything is the closest I'll ever, ever achieve to anything with the word Oscar in it. Um, so everyone that nominated us, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. And thank you for Moscas on... Horse oh. Monkey. Horse Monkey. Uh, yeah, no, really appreciate that. Hopefully we can continue to entertain you with our words of wisdom. I'm going to have to try and find the energy for this. What did you win the award for? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, today's guest um, is a good friend of ours, good friends of Half Step. Um, I have done, it's a bit of an impromptu podcast because um, we spoke, were supposed to have a guest who decided to be not so punctual. Um, Did we? I think so. Oh. So then we had to call uh, Tweedledee in. <laughs> You're in reserve, mate. Backup option. But we, 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 B we, team is here. <laughs> I would say the A team, and you, I would be like, you are correct. You are a team. Um, but we know we always knew you're gonna ha- we're gonna have you on. But we knew that you was always gonna be a good substitute. Like right. if we said, bro, what are you doing? You'd be like, yeah, game, sweet. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'll, I'll come round after the arcade or something. Like, I feel like that is where okay. you'd be. Yeah, I feel like that's where you'd be. It just took 28 episodes to happen before we actually invited you on. Yeah, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, today's guest is Harrison Chart. Uh, he is a horse rider. He is very good at eventing. He jumps around the foxes and bigger jumps now. I still see your horse knowledge has grown and got better. <laughs> I, it, mate, it's, it's slowly, it is slowly getting there. Um, but Harrison has uh, been with Half Step um, for well since Half Step really started. Since we started introducing Half Step athletes, so you've been with the business side for like yeah three years, um, and we've developed a close bonding male friendship in that time. It's a bit mad uh, how far it's all come, really, with Half Step. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's it's been uh, a, a yeah crazy one um, because we don't sort of see Half Step as just its own. Like we almost see our journey in the world of horses. It, it almost just blends into one. And um, <laughs> go on, so if I am tired, what did I uh, say that sounded stupid? There, <laughs> just educate me. I'm pretty sure it was. All of it. Yeah. Um, we are filming this a little bit later than we usually film, and it has been a long day. So um, Ash hasn't had his nap yet today, so he's struggling. No, do you know what it is? Is I haven't had my cold plunge today. Is that in the um, ice bath? Yeah, I've been doing it now. I'd done it a couple of times um, a couple of months ago. Josh made me get into his, and I felt I did feel good for doing it. Um, and I got mine. When was it? Last Friday. Yeah, it must be. I think it was last Friday I started mm. doing it, which is ideal to start doing cold plunges is in fucking December. Um, and it is the, like I said, be, be careful because it is going to be colder than when you did mine, like two months in summer. I was like, okay, cool. Got in it. And I've been doing it every day and I feel amazing, except for today when I haven't done it. What does it do? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, right. You jump in some cold water. That's like stepping outside, isn't it? <laughs> no, because um. So basically, <laughs> right. So when the wind like takes the temperature from you, like the water is twenty eight times stronger. So basically, it makes your body go into shock to keep itself warm. Right? right, so all the blood rushes to your vital organs to so that you don't die, basically, and bang that hand one more time, Mister Chart. <laughs> and um, yeah, so basically that is the concept. But we won't go too much into ice baths. If you actually listen to previous episodes, you'd know a lot about ice baths by now. I'm yeah. a hardcore fan. Yeah, yeah, clearly, yeah, you, yeah clearly. And also, to be fair, if you don't know Harrison, you probably may know him because of his girlfriend being Isabel Cook, Tina Cook's daughter. So there's your relevance, is your girlfriend. <laughs> like, so, so I'm just Isabel's boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't get an intro as Harrison, it's just Isabel's boyfriend too. I'm going to name that podcast. Yeah, oh God. yeah I actually am going to be like interviewing Isabel Cook's boyfriend. That is what I'm going to name. I think I should go now. It's been a good five minutes. Oh Do you remember when you had relevance on TikTok before Isabel? I was popping off on TikTok in lockdown. Mate, you um, you was like a little sort on TikTok for all the uh, horse girls. They absolutely loved it. I was, uh, yeah, racking in the views and comments. Yeah. Mainly from... Me. <laughs> <laughs> Please come work with horse. <laughs> uh, no, it was, uh, TikTok was a good starting base. And I literally just saw, hey, I'm in lockdown, I'm bored, make a TikTok. Mm. And it got like 100 and something K views. Just kept going and... 90k followers later we're still here yeah I feel like that's what every um, sort of horse horse guy did well that's what you did Did you, what was your first one did you just say like oh, I like horse girls or was it uh, <laughs> or did you just sort of pose and prance around a little bit like with you, the yours was dancing wasn't it I oh, did yeah. like a dance you, you the did the old chunks didn't you oh yeah yeah, yeah. I forgot about the chunks yeah Yes. I'm not going to try and... Uh... I don't think we should edit any of my TikToks into this, though, because... <laughs> have, I don't, you moved, honestly, have you moved on from that? Uh, I don't know if I've moved on for it, but um, I do look back and I'm like, <laughs> what was wrong with me? Yeah, but, right. Great. I, I regret some of the videos I've done, but I never stooped as low as putting a wig on. <laughs> so, yeah, um, like, yeah, there's some I really do regret, but... It's, it's a one point in our friendship where I can look at Ash and go, I'm glad I'm not in, in that situation. <laughs> that Normally it's the other way around in a lot true. of things. That is true. I do look back and go, well, us on the internet forever now. <laughs> I think one of the best TikToks was one, you riding a horse and falling off. What was the one where I actually tried to... Like, it was like you, jumped, you jumped the fence and you fell off. Yeah, I, I did jump the fence though. I want to make that clear. Yeah, and then you fell off. And then I fell off, yeah, yeah. But also, I, I think... That's when I first like was uh, met Charlie and was like dating Charlie because I really wanted to show off and impress her. <laughs> so you got on a horse? We made it was a third, I think it was the second or third time I'd ever sat on a horse. And I said to her, show jumping's like really easy. You point the thing on the fence and it fucking does it. Um, I, I was probably relaying something that he had probably said from his dressage, like prissiness that dressage is the hardest discipline of the lot and he was probably saying something negative about every other industry and I went yeah I will just regurgitate what he said said that to Charlie who was a show jumper then had to back it up and realise show jumping is actually quite hard yeah so is the floor I mean it was a pretty hard fall I think one of the other TikToks that I thought Ash you're losing your mind now was (laughs) when you got lunged uh, I got lunged (laughs) You got lunged or something. Wait, what? There was a video of you getting lunged. Yeah, by me. Yeah, that's what I mean. Wait, what? With a lunge whip and everything. It was... No, that doesn't sound right. (laughs) You're nodding your head. What? (laughs) No, we did. We Yes. Oh yeah, I, that blow up horse. And that was, was a bang. I, I actually full on with the uh, lunge whip, absolutely slaughtered. Him yeah, he back. did. He started chasing. I was fuming. That was fuming. Like, Ash was like, yeah. I yeah, loved it really. The camera stopped rolling. I was like, right, you, me to the hay shed. Now. 
no, that was um, with the Blood Wolves. That because we when we did oh, this is such a nice throwback catch up episode. Uh, people that have just started listening to the podcast will understand none of this and sound like we've completely lost it. And also due to the fact that we have actually removed all of these videos yeah, from the internet. Them, well, I don't know how much of mine. I think a lot of mine have been removed. No, I'm not referring to TikTok here. I'm referring to the YouTube videos that we're going to start oh, talking the, about. Oh, the, yeah, they are gone. You won't be able to see them anymore. Yeah, we Which actually had a reputation that we needed to uphold slightly. Yeah, I missed the vlog days. Cause we, so if you're just listening now and you didn't understand, you've not come to the YouTube channel before it, we basically did, I think, how many do you reckon we did? 12, 15? It was like a series of like 15 But it videos. started with the podcast though, didn't it? it? It initially started as the podcast, then we adapted to the vlogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, we started, we started with the podcast. I think we done maybe 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And we had a mixture of guests, didn't we? Yeah, some people, nothing to do with horses at yeah, all. Yeah, like really for example, confusing. Sam Prince from Made in Chelsea. Yeah, absolutely nothing to do with horses yeah, exactly. at all. Um, not sure how much. But no, Sam was no Sam was quite relevant in the sense that it was the, the people that he was surrounding or uh, marketed to for Maiden Chelsea. They were turning in in a question, or they probably would be the type of people that would have <clears throat> horses or no horses. But we knew Sam yeah. from school, school so it was, like. a, it was more of like a really a good catch up with a mate, do you yeah. know what I mean, than anything. And I love the fact on that episode he was like, I'll never be back on Made in Chelsea. Fast forward three years. Yeah. What is he doing? Man. He's back on Made in Chelsea. But yeah, we had some uh really unique guests on that like period and then I'd, we did the first video which was him coming up this the yard. And basically all it was was laughing at Ash's expense. Yeah, that's what the vlogs were, really. It was like jackass for horses. Well, no, if you remember it, we modelled the vlogs off of David Dobrik. Yeah, but initially, I think that took it came in uh, like further along. But in the beginning, we were just basically torturing you. (laughs) Yeah, but it almost felt like they were, they were really scripted. Um, Like it was almost like similar to like The Office, like The American Office. Do you you remember the vlog when you all came to mine? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Honestly, that was one of my favourite days because we came back here at a massive bonfire. You see it, you saw the end of the vlog and got absolutely mangled. With George and Tyler. Shout out to George and Tyler. That was funny. I remember when there was like six of us on the quad bike Oh my oh god, god that's out. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, this will be really funny for a video. And then we fast forward five minutes after Harrison. I don't know why you let me drive. Yeah, well, you were the only one that I felt confident that knew the, the piece of auxiliary equipment we were using and the terrain. But unfortunately, you knew it too well. Auxiliary. Oh my god. Is this the word of the week? <laughs> Is this actually the word of the week? Yeah. Oh my god. God, auxiliary equipment. It's similar. To be fair, that done really well on Instagram. Did it? Yeah, it did. Got like 15,000 views. What was it? Uh, what was last week? It was like um, bombastic, wasn't it? Or it began with B. It definitely with B. That's so funny. Yeah, bodacious. See? I wasn't Bombastic. Say that. Oh my god! Uh, so yeah, we don't we don't do we did the podcast and we did vlogs and now we're yeah. TikTok was a, a weird moment. It was strange. Did you ever get? Did you get to the point where you just got really bored with it? Yeah, I just got to the point where I was like, I'm jumping about now, still doing silly dances. I've got <laughs> basically just dicking about, um, mm. and I kind of got bored of it a little bit of like thinking of new ideas. And uh, also, did you think like? the riding industry wouldn't take you seriously. <laughs> I think that might have been the problem, especially as I, I looked at my comments and it was like 12, 11, 13 <laughs> years old. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, that's bad, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. That is really bad. But when we're at all shows, it got to a point with the weeks where like five and six year old girls were asking out for photos. <laughs> yeah. And like... <laughs> Right, hang on. Yeah, 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 it was. It is, it is true. And that, it was like, You're an inspiration. Inspiration. And if you are a, a a young supporter of mine listening to this podcast, I want to thank you for well, I your hope support. they don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, we, we yeah, are the, really do not, not. It's probably sort yeah. of like rated 12 plus. Like Maybe 15. 15 stamp, yeah. But if you are listening, I do really appreciate your support but um, and, and the continuing support, but there does come a uh, point in every 26-year-old man's life where he has to really look around him and go, ah, is this the best image for me at this moment in time? And... 
It wasn't. It it wasn't. Uh, so yeah, that's when the I put down. I put. I laid my wig to rest. Um, I and reckon it'll I've, make a comeback. No, I've refused. I have. I have actually refused because there was something else we were going to do. Someone was like, "Oh, maybe you could put a wig on." I was like, "Nope." And they, put, I think they were offering like quite a bit of money, and I was like, "Not happening." I was like, oh, "I do the podcast now." I can't remember what that was for. Do you know what that means? You've grown up. Yes. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I am glad he has uh, grown out of the uh, week That's stage. it, grown out. Yeah. But do you know what it was as well? It was, I had, um, <clears throat> like you, where you're like, oh, what else? You were dicking about and you're like, I don't know what else to do. I had done every funny skit you could, in terms of context of Horse World, you could do. I literally did them all. Maybe bar a few ones that if you're really creative enough, you can come with your own ones. But I, I'd done them all to the w- point where... Without was, the riding, which, yeah. Yeah, without actually doing anything on a horse. And even then, I see people try and do funny things on on a horse, and it's like, it just doesn't work. It yeah, just doesn't work, work. It's like anything, though. It's not actually funny. Like, uh, uh, don't get me wrong, I wasn't a huge fan of you. We, we both played. We were never a huge fan of each other's content. No, no. Uh, but it was, we were not the viewers who it was we were not made, Yeah, we yeah. were not making the content for, for us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you were just um, there to cause carnage, really. I, I, well, that's how it started. We just wanted to wind people up. And, uh, and it, it did work. No, uh, it did. Yeah. I remember a few people when you were like, yes, have that. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, was, yeah, there was a couple yeah, times. It, to be fair, we've moved on. Do you know what I mean? Like, we are actually... Well, the the like the award for the, uh, horse monkey was best supporting act, which stood for like what the equestrian industry cannot be without. Is that what it's said for? Yeah, I'm so glad you you won that award. Watched, actually, yeah, 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 I'm so glad you watched that video. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what it stood for. So how time has come from when like people used to. Um, perceive us to be troublemakers yeah but I feel like when you start out like you want to get followers don't you you've got to do something to yeah. stand out and it's the days of stupid shit and really bad trims and you just got to do what yeah, you got to oh, do yeah post lockdown trims as well so yeah it was um, not ideal and that's the thing is like and, and you see the I say next generation but like the next wave of people that are going to do that it's the, it's just the same thing like repeating itself they have to do like more stupid shit or regurgitate content and that for like for me that's when I started seeing literally word for word comedy skits equestrian comedy skits that I had done frame by frame word for word things that I'd come up with and done really well at first it pissed me off and then I was like well no that's just the circle of life it's just the re-engendering no different to there's a uh, uh, Netflix then Amazon are going to make Amazon Prime like it's the same thing that's just how the world works Start, starting a trend yeah it's, well it's just the same thing but completely different or remarketed so I was like that's the time where I'm like I need to move aside and do something different hence where we're doing this but yeah it, I think we always had the intention of not being like dicks it's not like I said we didn't it's not something that we wanted to do we always had the um uh, not inspiration the um like our, our aim was always on to like help people highlight mental health give back be there for the young lads men in the industry be a figurehead for that but- I think you're talking more for like I definitely am in that situation now but at that time I just didn't care yeah, but you did. But you was. I it was different for me. But I think for you, it was because you was in an industry that has said no to you, and this was a great release form for you to go as an expression of fuck the police. Yeah, well, it's almost <laughs> like style. this whole period of time <clears throat> I had to be perceived to be a certain way as a dressage rider, and then it got to a point where you have a platform, you have a voice, and my voice was fuck you, everyone. I don't yeah. care who I upset, who I offend. Mm. fuck you all yeah and that's basically what happened with me so I just did, did it came what, across <clears throat> yeah I'm <laughs> glad tell. I'm good at giving messages what can I say <laughs> do you think the uh, question was changed though now since you've started I think social so media? because yeah I do I, yeah I, like the fact that this year we've been nominated for the awards that we have mm. and without I don't know I've got like a neck tattoo 
I remember like six years oh, wait, ago. Do you have an egg tattoo? Huh. Funny. Uh, I remember six years ago, like people complained to me for, for um, having my tattoos out. <clears throat> when I was doing a dressage test, even though we we're allowed our jackets off, I'd have people make comments about my tattoos. So the fact that we've been, I don't know, put out to the world with the way we look and the way that we talk. You even got it on TikTok. You'd be even just sitting on a horse. You'd have people commenting like, you can't do that the way you look. Like it's just stupid shit. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem though. When people see different things that aren't no- like they see as the norm. Yeah. But it is the normal because you can do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But also I think it goes down to highlight change. Like we've had a fantastic caliber of guests on this show. And like even the, the, the guests that we've got lined up, um, this is excluding you. Um, <laughs> it's all me. <laughs> it is all you. Um, yeah, I'd be nice to him because he actually knows the upcoming guests and he might leak it. Yeah, that, oh, that's true. Yeah, you know the guest schedule. You know who's coming on for the Christmas special. Oh, and send what. me a sneaky DM, boys. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a good episode. That If you are looking for your Christmas podcast, uh, this is going to be the best Christmas podcast I, for I would, I would definitely set your sights as more entertainment rather than insightfulness. Yeah, take that. What he said. Yeah. Um, As basically followed on from this podcast today. Yeah. But I think because what I was saying to the point was the calibre of guests that have come on and trusted us to speak to them and like actually at the level they're at have like mirrored what we've said and gone, yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that it's not just what we were trying to do. I think without, without, their help I don't know if it would have changed so much but I think because they've used their platforms which they've built not from dancing next to a horse topless or riding horse topless or being stupid in a wig they've got a respectable platform (laughs) that they've built it all off of it's almost like okay okay, that makes sense yeah that and I think that's helped change it but it's also long video content as well so people can actually learn who you are as people whereas a lot of what we were struggling with is people would take that 15 second video although I may at one point have had that fuck you stance people would straight away judge you why are you zoning out when I'm talking to you? That's just so rude. You're boring you sorry, was No, no, no. I was, um, I'm listening. You literally just, you're just staring at the wall. You've listened to one of our podcasts before. Don't pretend that you're no, listening no, no, to no, the no. one you're in. I told you, a hardcore fan. <laughs> Number one up there. Oh, I love it. But yeah, basically, uh, people would make an, uh, a judgment of you <laughs> off of a 15 second video and uh, they to say with the uh, content we were creating wasn't exactly a good one no but I feel like ever since you two came to the equestrian world and I find it so ironic that you were a dressage rider and you were a person person, person that in... likes running into fires <laughs> and has no clue about horses yeah. and but your motto has always been you know you're going to be you and you're going to say what you think and you just want to help people in a mm. way it, yeah and like I say it's weird I feel like we're yeah, we're, we're definitely in a position. I think that we're in the strongest position we've been where I feel like we are actually achieving some things that we set out to do. But I think, to be made very clear, this podcast is not to do anything. This is like, uh, Ash hits the nail on, his, on the head when he says, this is for him, it's just it's free time, he likes going and talking, he feels better for it. Mm. But also from this, we've made some pretty sick friends. Yeah, like, like I say, you probably, like I say, when you found it, when you didn't know what you was going to do, which dance he was going to copy from an American 16-year-old. Um, no. <laughs> no. Um, it was the same way as I, I don't have to think too much about what I'm going to create for content. I know that I'm going to... Um, did he have the mic there? Did it look like his his private gunslinger? That is brilliant. I'm going to clip that. Wow. Oh. Maybe we do need to bring the mic stands back. I'm going to put my legs down. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did tell you, uh, if you are listening, this was gonna. This is more of a catch-up podcast than a, a insightful <laughs> podcast. Um, let's talk about horses for a second. Cause people, uh, I do um, have a question for him. About horses or... Uh, yeah, so am I. Okay. All right, let's go. Um, so obviously... What's date- it like dating as he could? That's Yeah, but actually it leads on to another question. Obviously, you have a relationship with Isabel, is he? Yeah, is he? Is he? His dog. Do you reckon you can get Tina Cook on the podcast? <laughs> I... 
<laughs> this is why we brought you. The only today. reason they got me on this podcast is to use me. <laughs> they don't actually like me. <laughs> no, no chance, mate. We we wanted to uh, get a successful rider on the podcast, and would you, you know? Would you call, networking? Would you call Tina? Have you got Tina's number? <laughs> Come on, do it. No, would no. you call Tina? No, right now. I'll cut it. If is she is he that. with? Is is he with her? No. She'll lie and I can see it in your face. I see <laughs> no, it in no, your no, face. no, no, no. Well, would you call Izzy now and ask her and say, would your mum come on? No, because she's at her dad's. Why can't you ask that while she's at her dad's? She's eating dinner. <laughs> You're lying to me. <laughs> I'm not. Let's okay. separate it right now. Okay, okay all right. Okay. Look. Do we need to clip that? <laughs> if you want, I'll, I'll speak to Tina. <laughs> Why do you say that? It looks so drunk. Why you said that so strange? <laughs> no, no. I you won't speak like to Tina. You, you look like you had a stroke halfway through. <laughs> you're making me have a stroke. If you're listening to this on Spotify, I really recommend watching this episode on YouTube. All right. I will ask Izzy. Fantastic. We'll go through the stages. Yeah, stop throwing around your microphone, Harrison Chart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, okay, fantastic, because we'd love to have Tina on and actually have a really insightful conversation. Yeah, um, we've just had too many insightful conversations and we needed you to be here so we could really sort of express a load of yeah. pent-up energy that we need to get but out. How are the horses? Horses well, are good. Where are we at with your riding right now? Riding's good. To be fair, uh, I gave the horses all holiday because um, I needed it. And then I got um, uh, my show jumper in and she's jumping around fox hunters right now. And then my five-year-old's just come in and she will be going out eventing next season. So it's just winter training. But they're all going well. And then I've got a few in that are on training livery to uh, keep me busy as well. Uh, did I, am I right in saying that you are at university as well? Yes. So that is shocking. How did you get into university? Yeah, exactly. I actually got offers from everywhere I applied. <laughs> What? Christ, the standards are low, aren't they? <laughs> this is the effects of COVID. Was that all offers from clearing? <laughs> no, all offers. I got offers from Nottingham, Exeter. Please don't come here. Exeter's Exeter. a really good one. I know. I don't know why I didn't go. Uh, yeah, Exeter would be a really good one for you. Uh, Exeter, I go to Surrey, so I got an offer from there. You went for convenience, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> I understand. What it. are you studying? Uh, international business management. <laughs> That's why he came out with what, all that information in the beginning, all the big businessy terms. That, that, is, in. that is so Makes true. Makes a lot of sense. And then couldn't say bodacious and said, what was it? Bombastic. Bombastic. <laughs> it's not in my vocabulary. So uh, <laughs> Love what, that. what do you do in international business study? Uh, it is literally learning about how businesses work internationally across <laughs> all the markets. What do you want me to say? You asked him a question. And he answered it, answer it very fucking black and white. Uh, do, you, do you think you'll use that in like the world of horses? Or I is it... haven't got a clue. I, I've done it, but they laugh. Why have you done it? <laughs> Why did you choose that? Um, um, because I got the horses. Yeah. And I really enjoy the horses and I love them. I really like helping people. But if something goes wrong, I break a leg or I lose love for it, I've got a backup there. What exactly backup wise? Yeah, what would you there? use that for? Yeah, business. Which <laughs> <laughs> is a film that happens. It's just business. Just business. Why don't you? Have you ever thought about um, doing anything business wise involved in horses, or would you use? Could would you? They have transferable skills. Uh, yeah, I uh, definitely people skills and networking. You <laughs> constantly networking horses. Yeah. Uh, no. It's too shy. They definitely do. They yeah. definitely do. No, you've got um, like selling horses abroad and stuff like that. No, hundred percent. No, horses is a massive market. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now we've just given you the first domino. Go with it. Come on. No, horses are a massive market, and obviously there is lots of money to be made, but also there's lots of money to be lost in horses. It's a, it, I don't want to say it's a mugs game, but it's also like a you have to be really switched on for it. It's the one thing that I'd be really like n nervous about getting into like the horse market of like how things can rapidly turn. What do you mean? Buy a horse for a hundred grand. Horse walks out of stable. Horse loses all legs. Horse no longer there. Hundred grand down the train that's quite extreme 
I know, but... But it, it does happen. You know, you could buy a nice horse for 50-odd grand but, and it could colic <clears> the next day. Yeah. And but it's game over. Without sounding horrible, that is why you then insure the horse for your money. If that's what you're worried about. Obviously, the horse is far more important that you'd be absolutely gutted. That your horse... horse insurance, is it the same sort of amount for it like a car? Yeah, well, it works the same way. Same concept, yeah, for what you like it. <clears throat> so, for example, if I bred a horse, I, I say it's valued at this amount because of X, Y, Z, and then I start training it, and then I have proof that it's now now it's training, it's like its worth value more. is worth more, then you can insure it for more. It's like getting a VW Polo and then the next year putting a Lamborghini engine in it and insuring it for more because you're like, oh, I've put V8 in this. Yeah, potentially. I mean, you if put you it the way you want to put cars. it out. Yeah, exactly. that, that made sense. Yeah. yeah. Try and undermine me with your international business school, mate. Bougie. Oh, I, I guess it would probably be similar to like a football player, wouldn't it? Like if you bought a young player through for ten million and you bought him for ten million, but you can maybe get that player insured. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah. It's one of those things I've I've never obviously had to consider, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. But yeah, the horse market, I think. Uh, I mean, there's horses going for so much money now. Yeah. But I think it's more like con ice. Has the market... Because I, I did look at buying a horse... Was it last year? Yeah. Was it the year before? And... Um, so I just sort myself up. Um, and... I, I think... Not for him to ride, by the way. I was going to n- say, yeah, what were you buying? A Shetland? No, it was... Come on, come on. What breed was it? Come on. Um, begins with a C. No, it, but it wasn't a cob. Um, no, it wasn't, but it begins with a C. Yeah. Um, You're testing was it, my oh, knowledge now. Um, it, oh, no, that's not the right thing. I was going to say it's a calamari, but it wasn't a calamari. That's a squid. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, it's close. It sounds like that. It wasn't a calamari. Ca- oh, calamara. Yeah. Well calamara. I was Connemara, but... I was going to buy a Connemara. A pony? Yeah. <clears throat> Probably an overgrown pony. Right. And I was going to do it up, and I was going to send it off out into the venturous of fields, and it will come back worth nine times the amount. Going to put some new rims on that. Yeah, I was going to buy it for five hundred pound, and it was going to come back valued at half a million, and I was going to have all my life problems sorted. Until I then started researching how much horses were, and even these connies were like five six grand. Did, but haven't they like doubled in like the last ten years or something like? They've just gone ex exponentially through the roof and that's why I was like um, no and it was like the, the profit margin was like not that attractive I think it's uh, really hard to find like a rough diamond now but you're one of your horses that we saw last year year before you got that out of a field or something didn't you yeah was um, it just well, someone else's field no <laughs> just uh, open the gate and <laughs> come in <laughs> I had some really good information there and you ruined that moment for me. Sorry, I remembered that while talking. <laughs> Even that took you by surprise. No, I didn't think you'd remember that. Yeah, so my, uh, well, basically my top horse at Show Jumps, uh, we literally got her out of field mm-hmm. from a dealer down the road. It was actually a lockdown project. My mum was like, we're going to lockdown, we're going to get bored. Um, so we bought this horse for literally grand and it's been a one in a million. It's like is that my the pet one now. that you um, did? We went and we shot a Hicks did. Was that the one that's just been an absolute sweetheart? Yeah. It's a sweetheart at shows. Yeah. At home is just a bit of a headache. You just leave it alone when it's got food. Right, one of those. It's a mare. Ah. Uh, yeah. You've got wine and dine a mare, mate. <laughs> you do have to wine and dine a mare. But that's going well then. No, but that's the thing. Um, you can obviously go out and buy a 40 grand horse that's done loads and go straight on it and go or you can buy a cheap one and hope for the best it turns out right yeah but I've obviously I freaking can't be specific here but in my uh, journey in the dressage world did you say specific like looking at me like saying if I you recognise something don't fucking say no 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 no. I was just saying I can't (laughs) completely tell this story but I knew a woman that paid half a million pounds for a horse it's crazy. That's not a yeah, right. small amount of this, money. No, yeah, but what makes this worse is if Maybe you were down just so the camera can see it. If you were to actually sell that horse, it's probably worth like seven grand. Do you not think though of like the that's how market. much she'd been screwed over in the European market and had no idea. Wow. Even had their own vets vet that horse to pass it because it wouldn't pass vetting in the UK. Yeah, but and not- I was there like and she told us like how much she paid for it and we were stood there like how on earth do you tell someone that's English isn't great, but she paid half a million pounds for a horse 
that is yeah. probably about seven grand. But this is the... Um, no, you were no, just going to say something. What was you gonna I was say? just going to say, do you not think the horse market is what they're willing to pay? What yeah. they think it's worth? You could look at a horse then, and yeah. be like, it's worth 20 grand. And we could look at a horse and we'd be like... Mm, it's worth but that, that's just I, business. I think, yeah, exactly. I think that's it. That's what Anything's it is, Anything's worth... It? Yeah, I could pick up this, this microphone is worth... 100 and some odd quid but to you if you really need a microphone and you really want this one this might be 200 quid and yeah. I don't think you're a mug and you think I've got a bargain because I really wanted it but what you said started on from that story really and this was the other reason why I think looking at the price of Connie's when I was in getting into it and also the stories I've heard is there's a lot of not dodgy dealers but I the thing is there's so many stories about dodgy dealers and con artists and how the industry works to sell horses to get it through certain checks makes me very nervous to buy one and I don't know because I've not been brought up in the industry I don't know how I'd go through that process like and feel comfortable I well I what I would do is I wouldn't do it and I'd let him do it and then he would go that is that but there's I has that always been the way or has it just become more prominent I don't know maybe we, that, this is going to be the title of the problem, probably, uh, the podcast how not to buy a dodgy horse yeah. that would be clickbait yeah it would be go buy it yeah. uh, it'll give you a better review yeah exactly I, I've, <laughs> got a pretty I've, head <laughs> Well, obviously, you hear a lot more on dodgy dealers because of social media. So that's present. Yeah, that's actually huge. Like, it's like you hear a lot of the time. So that's a big thing as well. But um, a huge part of it is you can't monitor a horse market, can you? Because, for example, right, said horse could be perfect in one environment, but you change the environment, it might not like it. Yeah. So is the person that sold that horse dodgy? Or it just the horse so used to say I know living out the whole time. Then this person then buys it and keeps it in the stable the whole time. Yeah. Gets on it and is like this horse tried to kill me. Well, no, you're a moron and changed its routine. Yeah. That that's where it's become so difficult because you can't prove it. It's like oh, I I go and buy an Audi R8, but I live down on a pothole dirt farm with no like normal roads, and I'm like, why isn't this driving correctly? I'm like, oh well, yeah, literally that. But some people I don't know. There seems to like lack a lot of common sense. Well, actually, I say that a lot of people get into the horse world and actually don't know horses. I think that's the problem, though, as well. As in, I believe to get the best out of a horse, it's all about the management of it and of each horse because all of them are individual and you can't treat them all. You can treat them all the same as much as possible, but one might need more help than the other. Okay, so say someone's listening to this now who is either completely new or is like a happy hacker thinking about buying their second, third horse. And they, they're listening to this and going, actually, I'm one of those people that don't actually know what I'm doing as much as I'd like to think I am. What is the main things that they should be looking out for that you can give impart your knowledge to them? So when they go out next week to look and view a horse, what they should be aware of or they should know from the panel of experts? Just take someone else that knows <laughs> what they're doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad advice uh, just get some help uh, and also if for some reason you're I'm going to specify this to an elderly uh, person who is now doing dressage don't buy a young dressage horse no no because you're buying uh, dressage horses are renowned for being uh, quite fruity let's say fruity in this context right <laughs> Why you said that? Fruity. Fruity. A little splash of fruitiness. Um, and you'll get an elderly person that buys them and you're just like, you're you're waiting to die. Like, you're buying the wrong horse. Buy a horse that's safe for you. Don't buy a young, inexperienced horse that's green and is going to be naughty because you can't control it properly. Don't yeah. buy something that you can't handle. And you yeah. genuinely... Honestly, it baffles me because half the dressage world, I swear to God, they do it. Whereas they could buy like a, I don't know, an Andalusian or Lusitano, which is a Spanish or Portuguese type horse. Oh, long hair, long mane. Yeah, good shout. Um, I'm learning, Harrison. Horse knowledge. For our, for, our, for our visual learners, that would be like temperament wise would be perfect. And I'm just like, I just don't get why you just not think like that but then going back to the help what you say but then it's actually finding someone that doesn't have different incentives I've come across people where I've ended up riding that <clears throat> have bought said horse for their daughter and 
they were advised by a professional and the professional definitely bought the horse for themselves rather than the daughter that was bought for. Oh, because well, the professional was then going to ride it and wants to Because the nice daughter ride, then can't and... ride it and then they get a nice horse to ride. Yeah. And doesn't it also work? There's so much in the industry where... Um, <laughs> I know, the way you looked over there, I was like, is it you? <laughs> um, you can put two and two together, Carl. Uh, I, I, prob- I probably will after this podcast. But they... Four. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, oh, sorry. Yeah, I have just put two and two together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, like that, that, is, that is really funny, actually. Um, Probably come bite me in the arse eventually, but I can't wait to have that one ashed out. Um, but the there's a lot in the industry about like um, people making hidden commissions. Like if I refer someone on to you as a dealer, but you don't make it through, there's a lot of this backhanded, like... There's always a commission somewhere. And this is what really jars me from what I hear from so many different people is like, yeah, I'll put you on touch with this person or whatever and I'll just take, say, 5% yeah. or I'll do this. And I'm like, shut your mouth, shut your mouth, shut your mouth. And it's just like so jarring because it's like there's always a hidden agenda or a hidden motive. And I think it's just so slimy is just if if you're one of those people that puts on like hidden commissions like if I said to you as mate and I was like I've um, Josh is going to sell needs to get rid of this horse and you're looking for a horse right. um, and you're like okay I've got 10 grand I'm like yeah it's going for 10 grand and I just say look you two link or whatever I'm not going to put a finder's fee on that this isn't like this isn't Wall Street I'm going to be like you're a mate and you're selling a horse get on with it it doesn't change my life yeah but what if I wasn't a mate I'll charge you 50% of that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I think this is one of those things that where if we're talking about the context of like going and buying the right horse the, that's not Connie or I mean not a Connie but like is a con artist um, or is the price going to be right for the value the, the, that's another thing that people probably w- should be I don't know if they is commonly aware of is those hidden commission fees that get whacked on it's a difficult one though because I get where you're coming from entirely and I like to double down on that as well. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but if I've got a client and the client's looking for a horse, then I've got numerous options that I can take my client to. Hypothetically here. I've never done this. I've never taken a commission. I'm not like that as a person. Um, not slow as my role stands. Yeah, actually, I have <laughs> just looked at you like Because really? my <laughs> clients would have, they financed me, they've paid me to do my job. You don't want to mug them off. Yeah, exactly. Um, I only did it for one person, which was Maisie Hodge. And yeah, nothing. Uh, but I was offered to if I wanted to, but I'm like, no, I don't want to. Because that's what will happen is, <clears throat> I can say this now because I fucking ain't even sport. <laughs> so it's <laughs> cool. Can't wait but for you to go they, back to it. They basically, um, yeah, fuck it. Oh, well, I've got a load of things to look back <laughs> on there, haven't I? But basically they'll, the person selling the horse will come direct to you as the trainer and say, look, do you want, this is the price I want. You can put on what you want. Yeah. So, but it was way worse in Europe. You, you'll be buying like a 60 grand horse for 30 grand. Well, no, you'll be buying a 30 grand horse for 60 grand. Yeah. But it's yeah. worse in America, isn't it? Like you can have like a, a 10 grand cob over here is like worth like 60 grand in America. Yeah, but that's because of, that's like inflation rather than being conned. That's because America's so big, so they lack horses. Right. So that like, for example, if you were like, this is why Just comes over. Yeah. She can go around the whole of the UK in five hours driving. Yeah, I so guess you think how many even, horses you can see. You wouldn't whereas, even do a state of that. No, you? literally. I, like sometimes you'd have to drive two hours just to go see one horse, which is fine here. But you could stop it off at like fifty yards if you wanted to. Yeah, unless you were specifically going to one. Horse. I'd imagine as well you factor in the price of like getting that horse in business class over to the states. Uh, yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, it's not cheap. Also, yeah. do you not find that in England there's a lot more professional riders and a lot more producers in the UK? than the America whereas America want to find the horses but they're all over here yeah that is very true I guess to be fair like American you sort of the equestrian side of American the American sorry in the equestrian industry are a bit behind us in certain aspects but also extremely far ahead in others like look at the World Equestrian Centre yeah I, I would like to go and see that yeah person. me too and when you went out, like when I went out there, you have like all top riders based together. 
That's quite a normal thing. And the facilities out there are unreal. Aren't oh, they? trust me, it's so good. What's the I difference in facilities? Well, like show jumping ground or show. Oh, sorry, all of it. What facilities, for example? All of it. For example, I went to a CCI three star, which is what like what would be an equivalent of a C- what type of show would be a CCI three star here? What in dressage or eventing? Eventing. Eventing be freestyle. Yeah, no, no, no. I get that, but what, like, what venue would hold a CCI three star? I understand that CCI event in America. I'm sorry, and England, you asked that. Literally, right? But I'm asking. My question that I'm asking, right, is a CCI three star event show in America. Right. Yeah. What venue in the UK would hold that? Cornbury House or like Houghton. Okay, we went to Houghton, right? We slept on the floor. Yeah, Houghton, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Which I'm not knocking this venue by any means, but for which example, one was Houghton. Uh, I don't know which one we went to. We went to one of them. I was just saying that a lot. Once again, that whole sentence just went straight over my head. <laughs> you are the Theo Vaughn of equestrianism. <laughs> International business studies. International business. What business are you studying? <laughs> business <laughs> no I get it, it, it it's a question in America it just feels like it's just got more of a um, like enjoyable tone I imagine but you've got a smirk there that you're going to say uh, something see you? I was smirking at him because I thought about of the uh, Theo Vaughn and um Bobby Lee bit where uh, Bobby Please Lee... Please don't. The minute you say Bobby Lee, I'm like... No, 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 he's tame. It's tame. It's tame. This it, is it, so funny. Bobby Lee can say stuff and, and Theo Vaughn can say... Shane Gillis can say stuff and get away with it. We Yeah, no, cancelled. no, I know, I know, but it's actually really tame and it's really uh, PC, so it's fine. Okay. But it was um, Bobby Lee talking about to um, Theo Vaughn on the pod and uh, they were discussing how Bobby Lee's got his Tinder profile and basically, you've probably seen this, but some girls have matched with him and messaged him being like, oh, can you set me up with Theo? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. yeah and then Bobby Lee's absolutely fuming. And then Theo Vaughn's like, why didn't you set me up? <laughs> and Bobby like Bobby Lee's like, oh, yeah, I didn't look at it like that. I could have set you up. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, I don't think you really nailed the comedy aspect <laughs> on telling that story. No, but no, but it's, it's so him. I wasn't saying for yeah, a funny reason. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like Harrison, I love these pieces. I think you're fucking brilliant. All I'm saying is, you need any business advice? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the world of horses. For this yeah. horses podcast, half step, you come to me. Give me yeah. a call. How, how, how would we take the podcast more international? Uh, foreign markets. <laughs> It sounds like the stocks. Yeah, we're going to have stocks in the the the, the podcast international industry. Um, we were speaking with old Fredericks last weekend. Good old Ellie. Good old Ellie. Um, asking a serious question now, <clears throat> and we need to. We we are going to off because of that podcast. We're going to reach out to uh, Rosie, the new head of uh, BE, or someone in her team, and see if we can try and get her on. Um. Is there anything, say we got the head of British Eventing in here to chat to, is there anything as an eventer yourself that you would like to ask, or for us to ask on an eventer's behalf on what the industry is looking like, what what their plans are for the future, how you think could improve it, etc.? I feel like the organisation needs to have a bit more stability, as in when, sure, it costs a lot of money to enter, but it costs loads to run, and we all get that and they give us the good service and the good ground and they try their best. But we need the stability of when an event gets cancelled. Stability. (laughs) (laughs) That when an event gets cancelled, you're going to be guaranteed that you're going to get looked after in the way of financial. Well, like just giving your like entry fees back. So you, wait, hang on. So you lose your entry fees if they they then cancel the event? Last season was a complete mess. What As is in, that? Is that is that just beer? Is that show jumping and? It's different though because show jumping and dressage, you don't really. Who are you sending a text to? <laughs> Isabel Cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it actually? Oh, wait, that is so funny. No, it isn't. <laughs> that is actually sending messages. <laughs> <laughs> Try and FaceTime her from yours. 
I was going to wait for a reply and I was going to. That is so funny. Um, I haven't even told her that I'm here. <laughs> See, Theo Vaughn, he'd be like, she don't even know I'm here. I told her I was out cheating and I didn't want to know I was with you, boys. <laughs> that is a Theo Vaughn statement. Um, so the serious conversation Just to we clarify having, is he hasn't cheated on you no he has been here with us kissing us instead um, yes <laughs> um, so so British event and you, you go they cancel it and you lose all your money that's it well it's different with uh, dressage and show jumping because they're all on surfaces and they have indoor arenas right so most of the time they can always run unless it's like severe weather or something's really gone wrong but with eventing because the cross countries are all run on grass yeah even if it's really wet, you can still run the horses, but the main problem is getting the emergency services out there. If the cars can't get out there because it's just too wet. You're talking about like ambulance, yeah. like HEMS, all that sort of stuff. They won't run the show. Right. And that's the main issue. And if that is... and Which is fair, I do get no, that. No, obviously health and safety is a mad thing because you fall off a horse, it's not very good, is it? No, it's not ideal. As you know, Yash. It hurt. Um, but last season, there was a lot of entries and you'd only get... 80% of your entry feedback or sometimes none or sometimes 100% but, uh, but it could take months to get back to you as well mm. so I feel like that needs to be more stable in the British would eventing. you um, prefer so I'm looking at it from a perspective obviously I don't event but from a business perspective if I the organiser do it up at East Court Massive for the uh, the eventing and it's going to cost me, um, just to start that, it's going to cost me uh, 100 grand to, to put on. And everyone turns up and then on the day, like Storm JT Hill comes through and ruins everything. <laughs> ruins it. Yeah. Metaphor and, of my life, Carl. Metaphor of your life. And I go, right, everyone's got to go home, but I've still got to pay the owners of East Court Massive the deposit of 10 grand as a business you sort of go well I'm not gonna would you say they either have to front that out of British Eventing or the the, the show organisers like British Eventing should have a insurance budget for show holders or the show should have that pay that themselves or do you agree that they should say take 20% of your um, uh, what is it your fee like you feel your booking start fee, fee your start fee but they just need to give it back quicker like where, where's your standpoint on that I feel like they obviously need to cover their costs and their bills otherwise mm. oh, we're slowly losing events anyway they're yeah. dropping off the map quite quickly and we need to keep them going otherwise soon there won't be no eventing what put the old international business head on right now it's so on right now forex trading international tradings trades so how does Mr international <laughs> businessman change this Insurance. <laughs> oh my god, he solved it. He he has solved it. B, I hope you're listening because you need to get this man on board. Oh, no, yeah. And to be fair, um, they do have some insurance. Okay, so <laughs> so we haven't solved B yet. Right. Okay. So what? So what type of insurance? Um, Rider insurance to cover your tickets or no. insurance for events or who's, insu like last who's insured? Last season, I think BE weren't, I don't know if I'm correct, BE didn't cover all the insurance, meaning events were having to obviously pay to run the event and then having to pay for insurance on top of that to cover everyone. Because if you saw that an event right. had abandonment, abandonment, abandonment. It, insurance yeah you'd more likely go to that event because if anything happened you, you get, get your, you money, get your back. money back that's 100 percent of that that's coming back yeah right okay but the problem is if they an event was like oh no be fine and then something really bad happened that you've lost all your money and how much roughly is uh, are you spending on an event nowadays i mean for a novice it's like easy 150 quid and then you that's just for one start fee yeah. If 150 quid for the entry, oh, and then you've got to get there, which is the diesel. Well, you think if you're going in a um, then you buy HGV, burgers. which I've also just passed my license for, you could be spending what? You can what? drive a HGV. <laughs> so I can Ellie Fredericks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is honestly true. Yeah, I can drive a HGV. 32 ton. Yeah, 32 ton. May the Lord be with you. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm actually well good with it. I passed with one minor. 
or did what, did you hit a curb? No, no, no. I um, got really impatient at a roundabout, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going." And um, I just went just enough time that it didn't become major. I Do you didn't... know what reminds me of when like you driving HGV mm. is when the guy's driving the HGV and he's like, "Why is my truck going so slow?" And he's got like a car <laughs> t-boning him. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to be that guy. Nah, maybe. <laughs> I've got to be able to drive. I've got to have a HGV to drive to start with. But it is your true. It's like you, it's all the petrol or diesel you put into the HGV that's going to get you there or three and a half or whatever. And then it's it's the time out that maybe you're not like riding for someone else that you're making money. So it's a loss of earnings as well. And also, a lot of how the horses work in the event season is owners. You have mm. all these people that buy horses for you or support you because they just love horses mm. and they just want to have a nice time and go to an event and see their horse and rider enjoy and got levels when they're constantly getting told. And they're paying for the start fees too. When they're constantly getting told, I've lost your money or it's been cancelled or it's not going very well. It's crazy to think he's got owners, isn't it? People trust you with horses, (laughs) don't they? Man has horse. (laughs) Man and horse together, friends. I'm I'm international business. (laughs) Because I'm uh, higher up or you've just dropped down to my level. (laughs) Well, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 you're generally one of the funniest people I know. But not because you're funny. But yeah, but that's why you, I think you're funny because you're, you're just you. You just go, yeah, go with it. Like we know one other person like this, that if you try to say what he said, it's not funny. Who? Frank. Frankie. Oh, Frankie is, yeah, we've got a mate of ours, Frankie. And the thing is, I could recite things that have made, like, I've been, like, in tears about, like, just absolutely on the floor. And I'd relay it and you'd just be like, you're just saying a sentence. But you know how sometimes someone will deliver it and you're just, like, that deep, the time, Timing and tone. Timing. And Do you the- remember the paper mache thing? No. When we were called paper mache because it was raining and we didn't we didn't do anything because it was raining, so we were called paper mache. Yeah. And he was just singing, singing paper mache all day. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he, he's, he's just so funny. He's just mental. He, and he, it's a bit like you saying that to me. I'm like, that's just not funny. Yeah. No, exactly. It's <laughs> <I'm laughs> so like, funny. Yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Fucking strange kid that. Um, so yeah, BD, uh, BE, we'll we'll have a word with them and we'll put. Oh, some no, actually, on. Harrison needs to have a word with them, really, doesn't he? I mean, you no, got, no, no, you no. guys go first. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably smart. I think if we want to try and make a successful podcast episode that is insightful, maybe you come on the second round of questioning. Or maybe the third. We'll bring Ellie back to the, the, the second round yeah. and then... So now I'm the C team. I've gone from the B to the C. <laughs> I think we'll slowly move down that pecking order the more this podcast goes on. It's getting worse and worse, boys. Um, you heard some questions that actually... Right. Came. This is really impressive. So, Harrison... I don't know. We haven't heard the questions yet. That is no, true. these are good questions. What are your names? <laughs> Um, yeah Harrison actually came up he's like I've got some questions for you guys to answer and I was like you are more prepared for this episode if you'll still listen to us thank you very much like I say this has been a very light hearted episode where we're catching up with a dear friend of ours so So hopefully on a really cold horrible day on the yard yeah, at least you've, you've been light, you're laughing at it. Well, so. hopefully. <laughs> laughing at us. Or yeah. laughing at Harrison. Yeah, we probably, are. <laughs> yeah, probably laughing at Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I thought as you two are the menu that you are. Uh, the menu? The, the men. men that you are. Oh, I thought you said we are a menu. And you've made a business. You do somewhat of a podcast. I thought <laughs> I'm going to give you some questions. Yeah, go on. I think there's only Is about there, Are there questions about the podcast in there as well? There's, there's a few about half step, a few about a little something, something. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Right. So, okay. right. Yeah, go, okay. so what are we doing? All right, Answers yes. first or one each? So this one, you know, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to have a buzzer. <laughs> buzzer. Right, right okay. Ash, I want to hear your buzzer. You're going to give me the sound of my buzzer. No, I want your, I'm going to say a question. You first person to buzz gets the answer to the question. Okay, do, do we want to establish what the sound I, of the buzzer is? I want to know your buzzer. You've got to make up your buzzer. Right, just make a noise. Nina. Right, good. <laughs> Call to fire service. <laughs> Beep. Okay, right. Calls nothing more inventive. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. In the original Ready to Ride VT for Half Step, where it all began... That long, long time ago. He's only asked that because we posted it recently. <laughs> that is true. It came up and he went, oh. What time does it sound the alarm? Oh. <laughs> Look Nina. at this, guys. They don't Nina. know. Um, 7.05. <laughs> oh. 
That is hard. Have you got any other question? Oh, answer, sorry. What, I'm on the phone or the clock? It's on, the, it's on, no. a, it's on an alarm clock, yeah, you, isn't it? You wake up to the phone, but oh, there's no, also a, a clock. Yes, there's there's also a clock. clock in the back. No, 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 no. You wake up to an alarm on your phone. Yes, yeah, yeah. On, on my phone. Oh, um... You, like you say, you uploaded not long ago, guys. So you would have watched 30. it. 6.30? No. 6? No. Right, useless. 5.57. 5.57? Oh, so close. That, that is really, that's a good question. Yeah. International biddy stuff is that. that. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> Amazing what a uni degree can do for a man. <laughs> Second one. What was the date that the Midnight Collection came out? Oh, um, Nina. Uh, 10 to the 10th. It was, it was the same. The dates were the same. It was 10.10.2019. 10, 21. 21. But that is correct. Take it. Yes. He's winning. What is Half-Step's most viewed reel on Insta? Oh. I'm going to pass this one because you're just never going to get it, are you? Wait, what is it, though? It is Josh discussing Half-Step's drip at, at Hexted. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, like yeah, I remember that. 200 and something K views. Has he got like a base? Oh, yeah, because it was collaboration with me, though. That's why. Still on Half-Step's page. Have you both looked at the half step page today? No. When did you last look at it? <laughs> Have you seen that? What was the comment of hate that I posted on the last? <laughs> what? I don't know what I saw. <laughs> How many followers does the half step Insta have? Oh, so 7,594. Hmm. I think it's like 5,000 something. 5,700. Right, you're closer. 7,497. Oh, it's one hundred off. That's mental to think we started like it. I remember going. We were, I remember celebrating. We got to a hundred followers. We got like seven thousand people that follow. That's business. mad, isn't it? Podcast now. Should be good at this. This is what we're more frequent at. Since the podcast uh, began, how many followers have we lost? <laughs> <laughs> All of them. And since it being called Rain In, yeah. How many people have you had on it? How many people have you had on it since it's been called Rained In? Not the first vlogs. 23. What's your answer? Oh, hang on. Hang on. I'm going to push you for time. Sorry. Okay. Um, what episode is this? This is going to be episode... Five, four, three. 25. It's 24. Oh, so oh, close. Because I was thinking of uh, Elliot and Kieran. <clears throat> there was two in that one episode. Did you count that? What episode? When we had Kieran episode and Elliot three. and we were talking about conspiracy theories right at the start when we didn't know what the podcast was and there was two people in the same episode. No. So it's 25. <laughs> I counted 24. No, I bet you it's 25. If you've oh. counted 24 and you've missed one person, there's two oh, people. Right, let's go on with this quiz. We can argue this after. Okay, I'm going to take that point. On the Rain It In podcast, mm. who, how many people does the Instagram follow? Follow none. None? Two. Two. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I run this page as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have access to that page. Final question. <clears throat> Winner takes all. When you go on the Half Step website, the homepage, yep. <clears throat> you need to use a buzzer on this as well. What is, what is, the, uh, what is the phrase? Of the picture, and there's a phrase. Oh. Bollocks. They're meant to own this business, guys, by the way. You know what I mean? Oh, it, um, shit. Is it uh, Nino? Um, Nino? Isn't it We're Ready Are You? No. Or, so, has it got the word movement in it? Join the movement? No. It was join the movement for quite a while. Oh, freaking sent collect the screenshot of that as well. That's what makes it even worse. Um, oh, we give up. We'll be here all what day. What is it? Determined to achieve. We are determined to achieve. You yeah, are. We are. That sounds like something that <clears throat> you came up with. That was a quote I stole. <laughs> what, from the dictionary? <laughs> determined and achieve. And two. <laughs> oh, um, it's, well, Harrison, it's quite tricky, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, I thought, you know, keep you guys on your toes. I thought the alarm clock was the best one. Yeah, that's a good one. You started off so strong that I was like... Do you know what it also makes me think? You have too much bear at the time in your hands. I'm, a, I'm doing international business. I'm a busy boy. <laughs> 
I've got things to do, people to see. <laughs> do, do you know what? And quizzes to make. Yeah. He, uh, if we had a th- a, another mic, if we had five mics in total, he'd be brilliant for the Christmas episode as well. <laughs> yeah, because every now and again he'd be, business. <laughs> you'd be quiet the whole way through it and then you'd just pipe up with something. <laughs> Wait, who's on the Christmas special again? Oh, we can't say. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> the Christmas special will be coming out on the 24th of December because <laughs> Christmas Eve is a Sunday. Um, so looking forward to that one. Um, thank you very much for, for listening. Harrison, um, have, where can people find you? Uh, do you want to plug anything? Um, sorry, uni. <laughs> Harrison Chart, I believe, on Instagram. Instagram, Instagram, TikTok, you know, follow it all. He doesn't do the dances anymore, but you can still... You can just look at me. You can just (laughs) look at me. Um, I wonder if your girlfriend replied. I think we should end the podcast. No, 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 no. let's have a little little gander. I'd love it. We'll get a quick FaceTime if she did and just say, what what do you think... Harrison's best like what, what What would the question be what, what do you think Harrison's best asset is no I asked um, asked her to basically just air something that maybe he wouldn't want everyone to know oh, I don't think she'd even reply to that if she's she'll, she a loyal gal is she, she a loyal gal oh, that's good well anyways thank you for listening thank you very much for listening uh, I truly believe if you've been listening to this episode you need to head on over to YouTube to give it a good old watch because it visually has been quite a entertaining episode if you've seen some of the facial expressions Harrison's been making while Josh has been speaking uh, I don't know if Josh has noticed them but they've been quite he's veering off now um, <laughs> <laughs> we should probably make it uh, make sure you follow subscribe and share all the content you can uh, and we will see you on the next one thank you guys for listening peace Bye, Harrison. See you later, boys.